everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the FOE Podcast. This week, Wild Card Weekend, I'm back with Jason and my boy Josh Ho to talk a little bit about all the games going on this week. Literally, that's all we're covering this week is all the games that's going on. All the stereos and narratives will be talked about within that. So we can just go ahead and get right into it with the first game in the Wild Card. Indianapolis Colts versus the Buffalo Bills. So, like I told y'all before we even started, y'all be nice to each other here, okay? Y'all be nice to me, too. But, (laughs) Jason, you you got something to say on this game, so I'm going to let you go first. I mean, you know, I would like for the Colts to beat the Bills just because I'm petty, but it ain't looking good if it turns into a shootout. I'm just saying. They can go into a shootout with them. Well, they can. The Bills are a very good team, but that defense is still flawed, just like the Colts' defense is flawed. We can go into a shootout. That game kind of depends on Phillip Rivers. We got everything else covered. I mean, look, I would love for the Colts to beat the Bills. Only because you don't like the Bills. I mean, that, that's just it right there. Just Look, the like, Patriots ain't go, going to the you know, AFC Championship game. Neither nobody else in the AFC East. That's just rude, dog. It is what it is. It is what it is. Come on, man. You got to share. I ain't sharing that. It is what it is. We might as well share, dog. I don't know what y'all going to do to stop this. Look, I'm sure when we re-up next year, we have some more pieces to play with. You know, never know. $75 million in cap space. I'm sure we can do a lot. Yeah, but you got to do a better check out your GM. We need to do something about that. We definitely do something about that. I need to talk to Robert Kraft. We need to do accounting. Because nah, this money ain't going to the right place. That's what happened when you win Super Bowls with nothing, dog. <laughs> I need to do accounting. right there. We ain't got to pay nobody extra money either. Um, y'all, y'all do realize if we get a quarterback in the draft, a worthy quarterback in the draft, uh, we want to pay him eventually. Yeah. That's the quarterback, though. Y'all also need wide receivers. Y'all need some tight ends. Y'all running back. This experience should have shown Belichick that receivers are very important. Credible receivers are very important. Yeah, I bet he wish he got Stephon Diggs. Or DeAndre (laughs) Hopkins. But Yeah, I bet he wish he did that. And them them deals fell through. But, you know, it's just haters being haters. That's all they want us to have. Oh, wow. That's your whole thing. Of course. Jealousy. They let them deal. They reneged on them deals because of jealousy. Oh, wow. Okay. What's your score for this game, sir? This game? Uh, about 27-30. 27-30? Yeah. So, Bills won by three? I don't know. Uh, Colts won by three. Oh, Colts won by three. <laughs> okay. That's great. I like this. I like that right there. You a Colts fan for a day. <laughs> Josh? All right. This is my favorite game of the weekend. Um, I don't know if this is a – I guess this is a hot take. Winner of this game – will go to the Super Bowl. Winner of this game will have the honor of losing to Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. That's my, <laughs> little, pre- my little prediction for you. Um, like like Jason was saying, it's all about it's all about how the game starts. The Colts have a really good defense, and they're more balanced than they're a crap ton more balanced than the Bills are. So if they can if the game stays close throughout, I definitely think the Colts have the advantage because they can actually run the football. The Bills are absolute dog shit. They're on Steelers level of of running the football. Yeah. Seems like Josh Allen is their best running back. Okay. So I do I, I think that it depends on 
how quickly Josh Allen can jump jump off to against the Colts defense. I have it being I have it being a shootout, but you know with John, Jonathan Taylor, he's neutralizing neutralizing the clock, keeping the game within reach. And I have the Colts winning this one, 35-31. Now, to keep in mind, Vegas has Buffalo Bills winning this game by a slight margin. Vegas can say whatever the hell they want. That's so true. <laughs> Vegas can really do that. Um, well, I really feel unfortunate to go last. I didn't really plan on this. I love my Colts. I'm proud of everything that we have done this season, including uh-huh. you know, with Phillip Rivers. Wait for that butt. That's that. No, 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 no. I understand we have a great defense. Our offense is dramatically improved since eight week, since like week eight. But uh, unfortunately, this is where my role ends. This is where we lose, and this is a hard one for me. Pause. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, this one was tough. Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be a Colts fan. But the Bills are on a mission. And Josh Allen is about to get snubbed for the MVP award. To your... Snubbed? Yes, he's about to get snubbed, dog. He's definitely definitely about to get snubbed. You realize Aaron Rodgers has, was it 48-5 to touchdown interceptions? Josh Allen doesn't deserve to be MVP. He deserved to be, I guess, in the conversation, but he ain't MVP. You know the NFL loves narrative, and Josh Allen has the narrative. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't? Aaron Rodgers been had the narrative. His He's coach a tried to replace him. Warrior. His coach tried to replace him, and then he went out and absolutely bawled. Pause. Look here. Aaron Rodgers could be MVP for 10 years in a row. He always had the narrative. He's the James Harden of the NFL. He's great to watch in the regular season, but we don't have the track record for the playoffs. There is no testament to how great this man is. Josh Allen, though, does have an argument for MVP. I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'll save that for the end of the season, but he is going to get snubbed. I'm not going to get mad about it because Aaron Rodgers definitely does deserve it. But MVP is regular season MVP. I know. That's what what the award is for. You can't take playoffs into account. I'm not taking playoffs into account. I'm just waiting until the playoffs <laughs> is over. I want to focus on the playoffs. We all know that, man. We all know Aaron Rodgers is going to get it. Pause. Damn. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> no, but that is not the point right there. So, the Colts have a very great defense. But their pass defense, which I feel like everybody ignores, and this is my team. I don't ignore this bullshit. Our pass defense is terrible. And Allen is a passer. We know their run defense, we know their run offense is bad. But over the past six games, they have run over 100 yards four times. Then if you also look at the Colts, who for some reason cannot stop deep passes, Josh Allen likes to throw a deep ball. The Colts are giving up 50% on passes when they're going past 20 yards. They're giving up the most yards attempt. And also in those 20-plus yard passes, quarterbacks are sitting here with a 123 passer rating. Now, I have this game as a shootout. I'm not saying that my Colts are going to just get demolished. This game is going to be closer than a lot of people think. 
But I think the Bills are going to take it 38-35. Okay. I'm just saying the Colts aren't going to win anything if you have an attitude like that. The Colts aren't going to win anything if we have an attitude like that. Hey, 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 I can make a case <laughs> for these Colts. I can do that all but day you're not. long. Paul, because I'm picking <laughs> with the Bills. I'm picking the Bills. I'm taking a new leap in 2021. Yeah, Bills. But, you know, Josh Allen loves to choke in the playoffs, Paul. Wow, one game and he's a choker in the playoffs. Hey, hey, remember when Lamar had that one game against the Chargers and everybody was, was saying the same thing about, about him? We shall see. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that one, but nah, I'm man. just saying. I'm just saying. Drew Brees choked in the playoffs three years in a row, and we still call him number two. Josh Allen could lose a playoff game. Y'all call him number two. Y'all, he just ain't got the rings, man. You think I put Drew Brees over Joe Montana and Dan Marino? This man right here, as long as it's not over Tom Brady. Josh, <laughs> I swear, bro. I want to choke this man. He's in the house with me. <laughs> I just didn't have to piss you off. Hey, this man right here, bro, Bills over my Colts 38-35. So I wait, bullet if they lose. Like if they win, I eat the bullet. I'm still gonna be happy. I just feel like Josh Allen and the Colts are on a mission. Like Josh Allen and the Bills, they're really on a mission right now. We should lose. Yeah, not about to lose. Stay so I, you have Drew Brees over Peyton Manning. I don't have Drew Brees over Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. Uh, do, do, this I, is just the world. Nah, fuck them. I ain't got Drew Brees over Peyton Manning. It's okay, Peyton good. Manning, dog. I just had to double check. Oh no, nah, I would never betray that man like that. Mm-mm. Nah, nah. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I will say it again, and I'm sorry, but Bills over Colts, 38-35. It's going to be a close game. Colts lose by three. We get a – probably going to get Carson Wentz next season, unfortunately. That's a damn <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Let's go ahead and go on to the next game. I think this is going to be the quick, going to be a quick one because they're not winning that. Chicago Bears versus New Orleans Saints. Mm. <laughs> Look, Mitch Trubisky's been doing better over the last few weeks than uh, than he was earlier, but it's still Mitch Trubisky, and even him doing better is, you know, maybe a slightly above average at best when it comes to just starting quarterbacks in the league. There is no I, I can't I can't say there's no way because I said there's no way the Jets can beat the Rams. Yeah. And that kind of happened. There is almost no way Chicago beats the Saints. Uh, the Saints have was it Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray on COVID. Yep. I think it's like they're most of their running backs. Mm-hmm. But we saw last week Ty Montgomery went over 100 yards. So... I'm pretty sure if they had to lean on Ty Montgomery again, they definitely could. And Ty Montgomery can catch the ball too, like Kamara. So not as good as Kamara, but you know he's able to take the pressure off and uh, keep the defense honest from just straight rushing the passer. Yeah. So I think it might be a little bit closer than it should be. Maybe Trubisky gets like a garbage time touchdown or something. I got the Saints winning this one, 24-17. Wow, you're better than me, Jason. 
considering how locked down the Saints' corners are, in particular Lattimore, because I've seen what Lattimore does to Mike Evans, and it's embarrassing, uh, I don't think it's going to even be that close. To be honest, I think it's going to probably be like 35-17. You know, 35-12. As long as they keep Trubisky contained and you know shut down Allen Robinson, it's a wrap. And, well, but it could take a turn for the worst if Khalil Mack hits Drew a little bit too hard because he still got them 12 crack ribs. Oh, man, if Drew Brees gets hurt in that game and they have to rely on Taysom Hill to carry him to a win, I will pick Taysom Hill over Mitchell Trubisky any day. Absolutely. Damn it, disrespectful. No, it's not disrespectful. I'm just waiting for you to have a five drop these, these numbers. Well, you can go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry, Josh. I did a little bit extra research because I like Wild Card Weekend. Anything can happen. It reminds me of old school WWE where you watch it just for the unexpectedness. So I'll just leave you guys with this. Drew Brees is old as shit, but still did 70% of his passes, like completely 70% of his passes. The Bears' offensive revival came against the Texans, the Lions, the Vikings, and the Jaguars. And then they got the ass whooped by the Packers. Mm. Drew Brees is sitting on a really good defense. He's like Peyton Manning his final year. And this is Drew Brees' final year because all the rumors is out. He's retiring after this season. Yep, he's retiring after this season. And just to throw these things out there, fifth in points allowed, fourth in yards per carry, fourth in opponent passer rating, third in takeaways, and eight in sacks. Mitch had a good run with the Bears. I'm sure somebody will pick him up in the free agency. The Saints will win 30 to 13. Absolutely not. Don't you wish that evil on me. (laughs) I'm not looking at those four games and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, he's the savior. I said we're one quarterback away from a Super Bowl. Picking up Mitch Trubisky basically set us back to being an eight and eight. What you need to do is go to Andrew Luckhouse and make him come back. Man, look, you're already looking to that. Ain't nothing we can do about that. He don't miss the sport. You said what? Colts need to go pick up your boy Matt Ryan. You know what? We could do something with Matt Ryan. I ain't worried about that. Yeah. We got Arthur, a better offensive line than Atlanta. Arthur Black oh, is yeah. ready to move on. Oh, yeah. I already read that news. He's confirmed it. I let the non-believers believe that he's going to be there next year. He's not. Well, well, little known fact, he's married to Arthur Blank's daughter. No, he is not. We've already, we already <laughs> debunked this a couple weeks ago. I get a whole spill about this. I feel like y'all two just get, here to get on my nerves today. Man, that's every week. You damn right this every week. Y'all just extra <laughs> uppity today with y'all shit. Like y'all know good and damn well that Phillip Rivers is a better quarterback than Joe Montana. But it's neither here nor there. I ain't going to let me have it. Then Joe Montana. Josh. This <laughs> oh, man today. As long man. as it's not Tom Brady. That's that's his whole thing. As long as it's not Tom Brady. I just want to say for the people listening, for the people that have been listening since the beginning of the season, show favorite Allen Robinson. I'm gonna feel bad for him getting a early playoff exit. Dude deserves a lot better. Absolutely. But he about to get shut down by a ladder board. Never say never. I don't know about that. Yeah, never say never, dog. Lattimore's really really good, but so is Robinson. And he can catch in coverage too, dog. Ain't no joke. Yep. So it's just unfortunate he can throw to by Brisky. Yeah, but Allen Robinson's used to being thrown to by shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, 
So, it ain't no thing. He made it work, dog. Hey, Josh, did you give your pick for this game? Uh, yeah, uh, Saints 24-17. 24-17. This man over here, 35-13. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you said 35-12. I'm sorry. I'm not giving him that extra point. Nah. <laughs> Get it? Extra point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me stop being corny. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think the Saints is like a dark horse team. I know everybody's going to ignore them because Drew Brees is kind of dead in the water. He's done. He ain't got the arm strip, but he's still got the accuracy. He's going out the door this year, so it's extra momentum for this Saints team. And just like a lot of great quarterbacks on the verge of retirement trying to capture one more Super Bowl, their defense is better than their offense. So, next game. I'm disappointed in this game. It could be better, but I don't think it's going to be that good. L.A. Rams versus the Seahawks. Yeah, I agree. Like, looking at it from earlier in the season, it's going to be like, you know, 43 to 40 or something crazy like that. But with COVID and, like, all these injuries and whatnot, I don't know anymore. I have my score down, but I feel like that's a little too high. So I say this I say this in every write-up we do whenever these two teams face each other. But I just trust Russell Wilson better than Jared Goff. Yeah. And as of now, I think he's supposed to play. He has that thumb injury. Mm-hmm. So he's whether it's whether, yeah, whether it's Goff or John Wolford or whoever the other guy is, yeah. it's you can combine all three of those guys together. And Russell Wilson is miles better. Seattle just has the more explosive offense with guys like Lockett and DK Metcalf. And neither team... I mean, Seattle's improved a little bit in past defense, but I think it's more... I think it's more of the, uh, the opponents they've been facing. So between... I don't know, because the Rams have a great defense, obviously. I think they have the number one defense in the league. Yeah. Yeah, they got number one. But it doesn't seem like that matters as much, because Russell Wilson is just, he's just incredible. I feel bad for him, because he definitely shouldn't have been, you know, in the MVP conversation all year. But that got all fucked up. Anywho... I got Seattle winning this one, 30 to 27. Maybe that's giving them a little too much credit. Maybe it should be like 17 to 14. I don't know. But I got Seattle. Okay. Okay. 17 28. Seattle. Well, you always give your scores backwards as hell, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you always give your scores backwards. But the way you feel about the way you just gave a simple answer, that's how I really feel about this game. I, I I don't even think I'm just gonna waste time giving the explanation. The past two times I've tried to watch this matchup, I fell asleep, literally. These games are not that fun to watch. They're normally very drawn out, low scoring games, and right now both of these teams are struggling to put twenty points on the board. <laughs> it, it's I just feel like if the Seahawks lose this game, it's because they curse. They have they have the Jets curse on them right now. You allowed the Jets to beat you. 
where they tried to lose out on purpose. How did you allow this to take place? So for, for your mistake, football gods don't want the Seahawks to win, but logic is going to make me pick the Seahawks. But I'm just saying. I'm with Josh. If I had to put my life on Jared Goff, I think I'll just try to save my own life. I don't know what I don't know what Jared Goff I'm gonna get. One minute he's, you know, showing Pro Bowl caliber quarterback, and then the next minute he looks like Mitch Trubisky without the ability to run. So I don't know what I'm gonna get, but this is gonna be another low scoring game. It's probably gonna be boring. 2017 Seahawks. And yeah, Jason, I understand. The Seahawks lose this game. They might need to think about their future. And cause it's it's funny how what's his name? Chris Carson comes back and then the offense just fell off the map. I think People we thought got he'd better with a running game. Uh, it got worse. The running the game here of the Seahawks is over. Oh what? It, this is no longer their identity. Your identity is throwing the ball. Yeah, I know, but it's, they Pete Carroll is insisting. And he is on losing. Really? You sound like Jack Swagger. I'm sorry, Jake Hayner. <laughs> Put some respect. Well, that's on. like he insisted on making Russell throw that ball one yard line. Wow. You doing that? You just extra paid today, ain't you? That's just <laughs> what it is. You yeah, extra paid. For the first time in 20 years, my team ain't in the playoffs. It is what it is. Oh, that's what it is. You and your feelings, dog. You go out here and get you a new gold chain that finally don't look like a choker on you. It's the same you goddamn did. gold chain. You know it. <laughs> It's not the same. It is the same chain. It is not the same chain. It's the same chain. Seahawks 2017, dog. I agree with you about it being boring. I got notes for all these other games. The only note I have for this game is Russell Wilson greater than Rams QB. I made up all the other stuff on the fly. (laughs) Man, dude, I just sat here and just wrote down the first couple things I found. I looked at these teams and I said, what the hell am I taking notes for this shit? These two teams... Are like the bad part is the Seahawks are actually fun to watch when they're scoring and the offense is flowing. So are the Rams. Yes, and it's like I don't know what the hell is going on. It's like with the Rams is Jared Goff, and then with the Seahawks is Pete Carroll and his obsession with turning Chris Carson into a second beast mode, and it doesn't work. I just saw that uh, Jared Goff is throwing again. Oh man, oh he ain't gonna miss out on this game for nothing. He gonna and- so. And Cooper Cup is back from the COVID list. Uh oh. Uh oh. You know Maybe. what? We might actually see 24 points in this game. <laughs> Fellas, we may see 24 points. This game is now officially a game to watch because of Cooper Cup. <laughs> they might outscore they the might Bears. Get Cooper Cup with the Patriots, but I'm trying to tell you. Boy, you just oh, wish you could get anybody on the Patriots. Can we focus on the quarterback? <laughs> Can we focus on the quarterback, please? Well, we need everything on offense. Dang, you know Matt Schwab just retired. You going to get him? We need tight ends. We need a quarterback. We need receivers. We need a whole offense. We're about to see Bill Belichick going after Mr. Biskey and then going after Des Bryant. I will drive the ball to myself <laughs> and fight him. Bruh, what if he go after Mr. Biskey and turn Mr. Biskey into a pro bowler? That's uh, Red's coach of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he already did, dog. He just got to win a game or have a winning season without Tom Brady. He'll be all right. You know, he had back-to-back losing seasons. Then, you know, Rob going to look at him like, maybe it's time for you to go. Maybe so we, I should trade you. We was almost 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, man. This Cam Newton has statistically the worst season ever. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, worse than Tim Debo. 
Not yeah. saying so. <laughs> How do you do that? Oh, man. And you better than him. By not throwing to any credible receivers. But that's not his fault, dog. And I hate that he got to take the L for it. Like, he got to be the fall guy for this situation. I know. It is so sad. All right, guys. Next game. This one should be fun. Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers. (sighs) If the Steelers don't remember how to catch this week, this is the Browns game to lose. Because the Steelers are looking real faulty. They had this season in the bag. Number one seed in the bag. And what did they do? Find ways to lose by dropping a million passes. Man, look at Juju barely had any 100-yard games this season, though. Because Juju got butterfingers like everybody else. I don't know how you have butterfingers with gloves on, dog. Those gloves have <laughs> extra grip. Like, you can smack somebody and leave a whole handprint on them and still drag their face to the ground. That's how sticky them gloves is. Bill, Big Ben don't even take a step when he throw. He just throw with his shoulder and his chest muscle. That means he hits you hard with the ball. How do you not catch it? Yeah. Big Ben hit you in the chest with it. You do realize that you you realize that your team had a lot of drop passes this year, right? That's why. No, I no, 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 no. <laughs> the Steelers have credible receivers, proven receivers. The Steelers have a three-headed monster, <laughs> and they keep dropping the ball. <laughs> hey man, sometimes with greatness you drop passes. Tom Brady dropped a pass in the Super Bowl. His job wasn't to catch. His job shouldn't have been arrived. It was. It was on that play. Exactly. He had one job. He did fulfill it. Look, they should have known when they draw that play. I don't think he's going to get to that line of time. <laughs> he talk, boy, he talking about he did that cut with speed. That's, some, that's the best route running I've ever seen by a quarterback right there. But Tom Brady running needs to have that, that song soundtrack over. Dun, 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 dun. Look here, man. He, he had a great moment. All he had to do was catch the ball. But he did it. So, Jason, what, what's your score for this game? If the Pittsburgh Steelers receiver core gets some Elmer's glue on their hands before the game, I feel like it's going to be probably like 30-28. If they still drop a passes, it's going to be the Cleveland Browns probably like 25-17. But the Cleveland Browns are going to run the ball. It's, it's going to be a running attack. So, you know what? I, I, take, I take it back. It's going to be like 20 to 2012. Because, you know, for some reason, Pittsburgh defense a lot do their job. It's just none of the receivers can catch. Okay. That's like, damn, make up your mind. I'm trying to write down a score. Like, <laughs> it all depends on what happened. It could go either way. But no, you can't do that. You got to make a pick. I'm just saying, dog. Look at you gotta realize I just sat right in front of you. You know damn well I'm a Colts fan. I literally have a Colts spatula that I can brand my burgers with. I'm gonna brand your burger with a Colts spatula now. I literally have that, and I chose the Bills, and I'm sticking to it. You gotta pick one, Jason. Browns upset Steelers. There ain't no damn upset. They dare straight the favorite. Yes, man. You might as well call him the favorite. They ain't the the favorite. Okay, Josh. Yeah, I'm looking at now Pittsburgh six point favorites. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at football fans around the world. They just feel like the Browns got this in the bag. The way the Steelers been playing. That's <laughs> okay, Josh. Okay, so 
I got the same idea as I did with the Colts and the Bills. The Browns have a more a more balanced team overall. I definitely would trust Cleveland's offense more than Pittsburgh's because Pittsburgh has, like the Bills, no running game. But unlike the Bills, they have, like Jason said, receivers that can't catch the damn ball. At least Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs, who's an absolute monster, and Cole Beasley. So I don't think that Steelers' offense is going to be consistent enough to put up any real threat to Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland's going to run the ball like he always does, or like they always do. Nick Chubb's going to go right. off. Cream Hunt's going to be going to be used like he usually is, like getting some carries, getting some uh, targets in the passing game. Did you hear about uh, Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, I heard he got the, he's on the COVID list. Yeah, so they're actually going to be coached by the special teams coach. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, so as long as he pulls up the, the play sheet and he says, run the ball, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. So I have I have Cleveland winning this one, 28-20. Okay. So when teams play each other at the end of the year, they have to turn around and play each other in the playoffs, like the first game. There's been 14 matches. The team that won at the end of the season won six. The other team won eight. So, the thing that stands out to me the most is that Pittsburgh sat down key players, including Big Ben, TJ White, and Cam Hayward, and the Cleveland Browns still only won by two. Mason Rudolph put up 300 yards on this offense. And then for the total, like for the two times they played each other this year, Baker Mayfield has been sacked eight times. One thing that has always been key to Baker Mayfield's success, I've seen this like maybe a year ago. Like, I wish they would have brought this back up. But when he's protected, he plays very, very well. When you sack him more than two times, he's in trouble. He can't win games. What changed this year is that he can throw under pressure. His passer rating is over 100 when it comes to, like, you know, being pressured and having to throw. So the Browns overall is the better team. This is why I, I – can't see why people are just saying, you know, the Steelers. Maybe it's playoff experience, Mike Tomlin, or maybe they're looking at Week 17. The Browns overall, though, are the better team. But just like every team, they are flawed. When it comes to the Steelers, we've already talked about how they have a very good wide receiving core. They have three wide receivers that have caught over 600 yards this season and over 60 catches this season. That is great. Big Ben Cannot move worth a damn, but still found a way to throw 32 leagues. And one thing that's going to really, really determine this game is that the Browns can get to Big Ben. Because for some reason, the team that has Miles Garrett, and he's had an amazing year, they barely blitz. And you got to get to Big Ben because this team right now have allowed the fewest sacks in the league. So if you give him time to create plays, yeah, Juju Smith is going to drop the damn ball. Everybody's going to drop the ball. But eventually they're going to start catching it, and they'll blow these motherfuckers out. But that's not what's going to happen. Pittsburgh literally only lost by two, and they had key players out. That's a problem. The Browns are going to follow the playbook because Kevin Stefanski has already said, I believe he said on NFL.com, 
that, you know, I'm not the most important part to this team. They know how we play football. We instilled this back in the spring. This is how we're going to play football. So if we continue to play football the way we are, we will win. With Big Ben and also TJ Watt coming back, Pittsburgh got this game in the bag. It's going to be a close game. But I got the Steelers 27-24. I don't think a three-point game is necessarily in the bag. And I'm just, just nit, nitpicky, nitpicky, but... And I don't believe whoever wins the Colts versus the Bills is going to go on to the Super Bowl to lose to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you don't. So who is going to lose Aaron Rodgers? Nobody's going to lose it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you know? How you, I'm sorry. I know we're going to continue this, but how do you know that? How do you know he got this in the bag? I need to know. I got to know, Josh. I got to know. Well, the Aaron Rodgers got in the bag? How do you know that this man got in the bag? Like, he's basically guaranteed this ride to – it's like he basically walking around and he's going down the yellow brick road. He ain't got to deal with the pros or the Wicked Witch of the East. None of that bullshit. It's just I'm in the Super Bowl, and whoever's here, I'm going to devour you. How did we come to this conclusion that whoever goes out the AFC is basically preparing themselves to lose to the regular season warrior? Well, I just want to point out first that I'm the one saying this. Aaron Rodgers isn't saying this. Aaron Rodgers is out there. He's focused. He's ready to go. He's thinking it. <laughs> he's he's played absolutely incredible As this he year. Always. Yeah. Devontae Adams is a monster, of course. Aaron, Aaron Jones is a monster, of course. But now he has a tight end, too, who can catch. Robert Tanyan. True. Their defense is pretty good. For once, Aaron Rodgers actually has a defense. They're eighth in the league. Okay. They're seventh against the pass, and they're 13th against the run. Okay. Between between Green Bay with their home field advantage. I don't know how we got on the Packers. But no, I, asked, Green, I, asked the question. <laughs> I had to ask the question. Between Green Bay with the home field advantage, Aaron Rodgers being even more extra motivated this year, and probably if if Tom, we'll get to him in a minute, but if Tom Brady makes it through, he's I think they're going to Green Bay, and Tom Brady making that Green Bay alive. Oh boy, we'll talk about Jason. Don't you say nothing, Jason. Don't you say nothing. <laughs> Wait for a second. We're almost there, Jason. We almost did, okay? This is Rogers' year. This is 2021, year of the discount double check. The regular season warrior becomes the playoff warrior. Pretty soon he'll be the Super Bowl. What was this, 55? I don't even know. I mean, hell, they'll lose count after a while. <laughs> the, the Super Bowl 2021 MVP. Boy, look at him. This man gonna have Michael Jordan stats. He's gonna have the regular MVP award and he's gonna have a Super Bowl MVP if he wins the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Oh man. <laughs> Gosh, I love you, man. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna point out too that you said Pittsburgh has back back to the Steelers game. Yeah. You said they have what like three receivers, I think you said, with sixty catches and six hundred yards. Oh, you also have they also have 600 drops. Oh. So just just keep that in mind. 
I don't think that's going to get any more. I don't think anybody has ever dropped 600 passes. Well, we got to take a look at the Patriots. Patriots dropped 600 passes. That's the Patriots, though. Look what y'all. Look at y'all. Y'all take practice squad players and expect them to go out there and be stars. Shame on you in the Patriots' way. Shame on you. You can go to Tennessee way. They knew they needed wide receivers. <clears throat> still stable on my pick. 27-24 Steelers. I don't know. That Week 17 loss kind of worries me. You only lost by two points, and they didn't have really anybody. Plus, they drop passes all the time. So it just worries me. I don't I mean, think that's that big of a deal, honestly, because Pittsburgh was – just because Cleveland's still in their – in their, uh, I guess mid, I guess it's called midseason form. They they haven't taken a minute to rest. Big Ben is like 85 years old, so by the time he gets back in there, his arm's gonna be all rusty again. First things first, you're being very generous. <laughs> you're being very generous calling Big Ben 85 years old. You might want to double <laughs> that number. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, double that number. 170 years old. The football yeah. years, that's very accurate. Exactly. Being very generous, 85. Tom Brady's 85. Look what he's doing. Oh, but Tom Brady <laughs> playing like he's 35. Big Ben, the guy hit in every way, shape, or form. Look, you know, remember what I call Big Ben? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. That's everything he broke while he been playing. I thought that was Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz is just a newcomer. You know, I call Carson Mr. Glass. Oh, shit. Carson Wentz is just head. Because everyone's getting in his head. His ego fragile. I'll say his body fragile. <laughs> All he had to do was go out there and just do something, man. It, it'd be like that. Look what sitting on the bench did for Mitchell Trubisky. It made wonders for four games. Sitting on the bench could do wonders for Carson Wentz. Now we're comparing Carson Wentz to Mitch Trubisky. Oh, no, that's no comparison. I think Carson Wentz is better. I'll take Carson Wentz and the Col- <laughs> with the Colts before I take <laughs> Mr. Biscuit. I'm sorry. I, those four games are nothing to me. You better you better put on games like that against teams that are losing. No. But then okay, how about, got the real Mr. Biscuit when he played Green Bay. How about this? Would you rather have Carson with his current contract paying him all that money or Trubisky on like a veteran minimum? You know what? I think I can endure like another eight and eight season. I'll take Mr. Biscay. You know, that's a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a lot of money right there. I love, I think Carson would be fine if you reunite him with his old coach. But that's a lot of money right there. I'll take Mitch at a discount. We can do something with that. He'll have more weapons, an offensive line, a running game. Gotta, you don't got to deal draft pick for him. Exactly. I ain't got to give him no draft pick for him. Boy, I'll take it. Y'all ready for the next game? Yep. Yes, sir. Baltimore and Tennessee. <sighs> this actually is a game I'm most excited for. The question is, who will have more rushing yards? Lamar Jackson or Derrick Henry? That's a dumbass question. That ain't even Derek close, man. man. That's a dumbass question. What you mean? You think Lamar about to go out here and run 250 on seven yards per carry? Look, he ain't got no choice. He ain't got no choice. Yeah. Look here, even if he Look ain't at that tightest defensive line. I'm sorry, Michael Vick is the only person that has the courage to go out there and actually play hero ball like that. 
Lamar Jackson ain't doing that shit. He gonna give you 100 yards, maybe 150 on a good day, okay? You asking this man to go out here and do a Derrick? Derrick Henry is a cheat code. This is a grown man playing amongst boys. You see, like, bro, you don't even truck nobody no more. You see how everybody try to meet, like, stiff arm you disrespectfully? He changed the game. We don't even truck no more. First of all, everybody's strong enough to stiff, stiff arm a linebacker but him. But this is the only man I know. You, your job in the NFL as running back is to get to the end zone. If you got to go through or basically evade the defenders. This man, Derek Henry, sit there and be like, that's a cornerback. Let me run towards him so I can stiff on your ass. Get on the ground. Like, he do that on purpose because he know these are little boys out there. He, he's so big, he don't look fast on film. He don't. That's he really the thing, doesn't. though. But if you look at it from Skyview, he look like he faster than the motherfucker. <laughs> like, for, he runs so awkwardly, too, bro. Right, he run like he trying to get to the bathroom out the end zone. <laughs> Oh my god. He's playing a perfect opponent. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. Come on, man. Josh, you wanna go first? I thought Jason was already going. I mean I'll go. He dropped a what if, so I had to answer that. That was a ridiculous <laughs> question. That was ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah, this game to me is all about Does Derrick Henry make it to two hundred rushing yards? It's all about how if the Baltimore Ravens can slow down Derrick Henry at all. I don't think they really can. Uh, Baltimore has been on a hot streak last few weeks. They've won their last five games. Mm-hmm. But only one of them actually came against a playoff team, and it was them doo-doo Browns. And it oh. was... <laughs> I only say that because that was the Taco Bell game. Yep. Doo-doo Brown! El Diablo! <laughs> So, so I mean, Lamar's looked better recently, but it's, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt just because it's, you know, shitty teams. Other than Cleveland, um, Tannehill's good, but we all know it's not going to, Tannehill's not going to play that much of a factor in this game. It's going to be all about 2K Henry and how close he can get to 200 yards. I think Tennessee wins this one 27-23. Okay. Jason, did you have a score? I don't know how this game is going to go, personally. I feel like if Tannehill has a good game, they might upset the Ravens. But at the same time, you're going to have to shoot cannonballs at Derrick Henry to get him to stop running. I feel like this game's going to be pretty damn close. So, I'm going to say 24-28. Uh, I'm giving this game to the Titans. Okay. I'm mainly excited about this game because they both have very good run, run offenses, but their defenses are questionable. Even with all the money the Ravens have spent, they're still giving up a lot of yards per carry, but so are the Titans. Both of their secondaries look kind of iffy. And I think Lamar Jackson's on a mission. He can't he can't lose another playoff game. He knows it. He's not going to lose his job or anything. He's the quarterback of the future. But you drop too many playoff games in the beginning of your career, that's going to make people start to question after a while. 
And if he do that, then we might see somebody else getting drafted to the, the Baltimore Ravens in the offseason in the draft. So it's just how it is. But just to make this one short and simple, I think this game is going overtime. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I got Ravens winning by three, 30-27. I think that Lamar Jackson is going to go take another shit after having some Taco Bell. <laughs> He's going to come out, and he's going to ball out on the Titans. Look at man. We all make jokes about that cramp. I mean the shit. I'm sorry. We all make jokes about it, but it changed his life. You know this man has 11 touchdown passes over the past six games. We don't even remember the last time he threw a touchdown before that. Yeah, but like I said, who was it against? Oh, yeah, we already know it was against shitty teams. So you telling me this shit was weighing his arm down? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm telling you. He felt it in his arm. Man, he, had, he had gas in his shoulder. It can be like this, dog. <laughs> Baltimore is about to get Taco Bell catering every Sunday. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. I know that he's sitting down here and they're like, dang. We can't stop Henry. There's no question about it. But what can we do to make sure we stay in this game and give ourselves a chance to win? The night before the game, hey, Lamar, you want to go to Taco Bell? <laughs> and instead of bringing him back that weak ass, you know, that light medium sauce, they're going to bring him back El Diablo with a little bit of extra hot sauce. And right about third quarter, he got to take a shit. Fourth quarter, he's going to ball out. Overtime, they win by three. Can somebody please get with you know Lamar Jackson's stylist and tell them these this this these these four braids he got ain't working, bro. It just ain't working. It's bro. not the bra- that don't matter. Bro, you look like a little girl from goddamn Polar Express. It ain't working. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm just surprised that Matt, you got a overtime game that Derrick Henry doesn't win. Ah, it seems good. like it seems like every time Tennessee's in an overtime game, it's Derrick Henry punching it in for six. I know. I'm doing something different this year, though. Oh man, just going wrong? Ah, nah, man. <laughs> I ain't going wrong. Just expanding my thoughts on everything. Deciding to go the other route a little bit. That's all. Not every game, but you know, just for the wild card weekend. I like a good upset. Oh, boy. And now, Jason, Josh, y'all be nice to each other now, okay? Our final game. Tampa Bay versus the no-names. This should even be difficult. I mean, come on. Come on. They got no offense. You know, Alex Smith got half a leg. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on. This is this is no brainer. Tampa Bay's winning. And they gonna be close. Done deal. We're like 35 to 17. You sound like Floyd Mayweather daddy. I'm just letting you know. No, the number football. <laughs> no, the number football. <laughs> well, you sound like one of them niggas on the internet. Every time they see a post they don't like, it's clear here that you guys don't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit cracks me up. Josh? I feel like people said the same thing when Tampa Bay went up against Chicago earlier this season. 
Mm-hmm. I've been going back and forth on this game. At first, I had Tampa winning because I was like, no, no, it's a bit of a reach to think that Washington's going to win this game. But then I thought about it. And I was like, oh, wait. Washington has the second best defense in the NFL. Washington has a great pass rush with Kerrigan, Chase Young, um, other guys. Tom Brady can't take being pressured. Mike Evans is hurt. He he probably will play, but I honestly don't see him as much more than a decoy. I Washington has too good of a defense. Alex Smith is back. Antonio Gibson is there. He's going to run the ball like crazy on this defense. Tara McLaurin should have a few really good plays. Washington pulls off the upset. Tom Brady goes home early. 30-21. to 21. And Jameis Winston's looking at him like, shit, I could have done that. So I'm trying to figure out when did Tom Brady not be able to take pressure? We had to play against Ray Lewis and still with the Super Bowl. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> did you say Ray Lewis? Yes, Ray Lewis. One of the greatest linebackers of all time. Or How long ago was that? He played both positions. How long ago was that? It don't matter. This is the same Tom Brady. Uh, I think the Tom Brady we're looking at now is the 2020 Tom Brady. The one who lost to the Saints twice. The one who lost to the Bears and the Rams because they could pressure the quarterback. Tom Brady can't take that shit no more. So what you're saying is Tom Brady is going to lose to a another top five defense. Yes. Even though the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have what was what was it man was it top top ten defense as well? Yeah, they got top ten defense. The top pass defense is bad. Yeah, but our front seven is legit. Am I correct? Yeah, the front seven is legit. Right, so we're going to get to Alex Smith, correct? Yeah, you have a case. Don't they have the most allowed sacks yeah, you got for the season? Yeah. So uh, good one. luck with that shit because offensive line is garbage. Right, but where's this defense really been recently? They've allowed 27 to Atlanta. You you can't count the Lions because the Lions are shit. <laughs> they allowed 27 to Atlanta again. They did hold Minnesota to 14. But other than that, I mean, this they is allowed... the same defense that almost, you know, goose egged Aaron Rodgers. You're Messiah. Same yeah. defense. Yeah. Same defense. That was uh week six? Yeah, it's the same guys. Everybody's healthy. I've been trying I've been trying to talk to this man about this for like a like a couple days now. I'm telling him that you cannot sit here and bank on the same exact performance against Aaron Rodgers. Lightning doesn't strike twice like that. That's the Falcons. (laughs) Which brings up my point. That's the Falcons. You cannot compare the Falcons to Aaron Rodgers. It's like comparing Michael Vick and Colin Kaepernick. They're in two different leagues. You cannot compare the Falcons to Aaron Rodgers. I was just saying, lightning struck twice. While bringing this up, on air, we made a bet a couple weeks ago about the (laughs) Falcons splitting those two games. I know I lost that bet. Matthew 
our you know host has taken a gruesome L. Believe it in the Falcons, which was <laughs> ill-advised in the first place. Yeah, look here, I already knew that right there. I just had to have faith, okay? <laughs> I knew that, but that ain't the point. We're talking about Washington Buccaneers right now. Stop getting off topic. You know there's potential they can lose, so yeah, you know, just you know, stay on topic. Anyway, uh, I completely, you know, think the NFC least is going to take this L. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Tampa Bay schedule. And I think a more a more fitting comparison for Washington would be maybe the Rams. You know, the game in prime time where Jared Goff almost put up 400 yards and three touchdowns. I'm just saying. That was some shit. Um, they couldn't really run the ball that game. But Antonio Gibson is an absolute beast. So I think that he's going to go off. Like I said, Terry McLaurin's a threat. I'm not saying Alex Smith is going to light up your defense, but he's going to do just enough. I think that Washington will get a defensive score all up in Tom Brady's face. And Tom Brady will mope right off the field, and he once again will not shake Alex Smith's hand. Oh, and if I were Alex Smith, we would win that game. I would stand in the middle of the field. And say, Tommy boy, where are you at? <laughs> but remind me, when has Tom Brady not ever shaked Alex Smith's hand? No, I just meant because he's a sore loser, and we've seen him multiple times refuse, not refuse, but run off the field before shaking the other quarterback's hand who beat him. Hey, hey Jason, I don't know if you listened to Josh's solo cast, which is still one of my favorite. <laughs> At the end of it, he did call. Um, you know, he called your boy a little bitch. Just letting you know. I did? Yeah, you did. We got we got it recorded. You you mean the greatest of all time? Yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> no, that's okay. You know, because Broncos have four quarterbacks, they still ain't going out to shit. <laughs> hey man, so do the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, you like we're in the, the we're in the same team. boat, bro. We're in the same boat. We can't really talk about. Drew huh? Locke is better than Steve. That, that, that's all I got to say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he better than Steve, man. Well, we could have going to end up with the Broncos anyway. They need a fifth quarterback just in case the first five don't work out. Drew Locke is going to be okay. I trust that practice squad receiver turned quarterback over Jerry Stidham. I mean, to be honest, yeah. Julian Edelman could have played quarterback. But, you know. Who I think he, he's, he was probably hurt that game, was he? He was hurt most of the season. Yeah. yeah. Well. Matt, who you got? This game was tough because Jason was here when I was taking those. I literally went down to the wire mentally thinking about this game. Because I know it's hard to bet against playoff Tom Brady. It's really hard. Uh-oh. So Jason, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bet against him this week. Yeah, I'm out to bet against them this week. All the numbers are there. I know what they can do. Hell, if the Buccaneers were the actual Buccaneers we expected from, like, week one, they'd probably go out there and beat the shit out of the damn no-names. If the Buccaneers were what everybody said they were going to be, they wouldn't be playing in the wild card round. They would, be the first, they would be the number one seed, 16-0. and 0. Brady would have 8,000 yards and 75 touchdowns. 
That's what the expectations were. I ain't know about the eight thousand yards though. I don't think that Tom Brady gonna ever do that. I'm just, I'm just saying. Everybody's saying he's the goat, and then he's going to a team with even way more weapons than he ever thought of, and then, you know, he did good, but goat should have higher expectations. Outside of losing to the Saints, losing that would have been. He got demolished. Would been thirteen and three. Would have been. Yeah. You can't, you can't start playing that game. Because if you want to say it would have been. Give the man his credit. New team. We already gave him no, his no, no. credit. He don't want to give Tom Brady his credit. Oh, Josh don't want to give Tom yeah. Brady. That's a conversation. Yo, you okay, listen, 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 listen. Tom Brady's played better than I thought he would. But the expectation was that he would be, you know, tops in the league in so many different stats. They would be an elite team. They're not an elite team. I just uh, too many times it goes when the Bruc- when the Buccaneers win or when he was with the Patriots when the Patriots win Tom Brady's the goat Tom Brady's amazing he did this he did that but when they lose oh man uh, our receivers were out of sync oh man uh, uh, the referees oh man uh, the 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 coaching it's never Tom Brady's fault you have to give blame to Tom Brady. He's not perfect, obviously. There is no way that he should be. What are they, they, 11 and 5? He shouldn't have five losses if he's the GOAT. He he shouldn't have been beaten by the Saints 38 to 3 if he's the GOAT. Before y'all go into this whole little rant that y'all have, I just want to say that. I got no names over the Buccaneers 2017. You fucked up your mind, huh? 2017. I think they can pull that off. Tom Brady loves the deep ball. 69 passes for 20-plus yards. No names are first in the league. They can actually stop that deep pass. They can get to him. They can pressure him, sack him. They can do whatever they want to do. It all depends on this offense. I feel like 27, no, I'm sorry, 2017 is perfect. Alex Smith ain't going for no 35. He's not. I don't even think he's going to go for 30. No offense, Josh. But hey, they Matt, have a close hey, game. Here's, here's the real question. What's up? If Washington wins, does Tom Brady shake Alex Smith's hand? <laughs> That's not the real question. The real question is this. The Buccaneers lose. Is this a bust season? Absolutely. Are you secure enough to make a bet on that one? Well, the Buccaneers lose. Buccaneers I, versus Washington. I ain't making no more bets with you. <laughs> no, I make a bet next week. What you talking about? All right, you already fucking up my paper, sir. How you gonna? How you gonna make a bet on Tampa when they're sitting at home? Damn, bro, you're right. <laughs> he absolutely right. Your last chance, man. It's your last chance. You know, I'm trying to help you with your weight loss journey this year, dog. But fuck it, I'm feeling it. I take it. Another case. I'll take another case. Let's go. Josh, you got it on record. Another case. This side. This side, though. You know, I win. I want good stuff. (laughs) What do you consider (laughs) good stuff? A ginger beer. (laughs) (laughs) I want the good stuff, you know? It's okay, though. I'm 
I like the pineapple ginger and I like the regular one. So whichever one works out for you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, dog. Oh, I, I would like to request on on air. Uh, uh, damn. Oh yeah. Uh, strawberry kiwi Arizona's. Strawberry kiwi Arizona. I ain't worried about. I'm strawberry still, kiwi. Yeah, I'm gonna still. You writing all this down, ain't you, Josh? I got it all. God damn it. Anyways, <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, see, the thing is though. Because I know we've talked about this, and we're, we're kind of at the end of the show. I actually want to bring up a very interesting bet that Jason don't ever want to talk about. Uh-oh. So last year, we had this co-worker when I was working at this place called Brandsmart with Jason. We had this co-worker named Muhammad. Muhammad is a bigger Josh Allen fan than I am. When I tell you he's a bigger Josh Allen fan, if Josh Allen walked in front of him and said, get down and do what you do to the Blue Mafia leader. Pause. He will do what you do to that blue mafia leader. It just is for me. So they made a bet in the offseason. The bet was this. That the Patriots would have a better record than the Buffalo Bills by the end of the season. Oof. And I believe it was, what, $300? Oh. They put 300 And I tried to tell him when they, when they got Stephon Diggs, I was like, bro, you might as well just hand him that $300 right now. <laughs> like, that's it. Then everybody was everybody was sitting here like, I'm going to sit at home for the season two? I'm like, bro, just make it easy on yourself. Hand home $300 right now. Did you pay up? He's going to get his money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, Jay? He's going to get his money. He's a double or nothing next year. <laughs> I can see you trying to do that too. Sure. I will only call double or nothing if I knew who the hell our quarterback was gonna be. You got Mr. Trubisky, we got, got it. Yeah, Mr. Trubisky, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if the Patriots sign Mr. Trubisky, he is going to be a Pro Bowl. Guaranteed. I'm not going for this bullshit. Who else? Nick Matt Hall. Ryan. Matt Ryan, there we go. I've been telling I you think, that for years, Matt Ryan. I think that's probably the best fit. Yes. He Get is him. the best fit. Pause. <laughs> Either Matt Ryan or maybe Carson. But I would say Matt Ryan is probably the best fit. What are the top five quarterbacks in college football right now? Y'all not in no position to draft anything. <laughs> I think we're like 14 players or some shit. They're going to be gone. You might be able to get that kid out of uh, Florida. He might be available. Might get uh, shit. What's his name? Zach. Oh boy, I forgot. I know we're gonna be our starting quarterback next year. Jacoby Brissett. Fuck out. Oh man. no. <laughs> Every look here, they was trying to call and get him last summer. They are gonna try and call and get him this summer. Jacoby Brissett gonna be our starter, man. Nope. You got a Mr. Krabs as your GM with seventy-five million dollars. Nope. Penny pension is his job. <clears throat> Boy, he is shaking his head in denial. He don't believe Jacoby Brissett. We got the fifteenth overall draft. Yeah, y'all. Be wow. Honest. There's a couple. Think... There's a couple guys in the draft that you can go and get. It's just that, you know, I don't know what to tell you, brother. You got Steve still. Still might start for y'all. Yeah, I mean, if if none of these college quarterbacks interest you, we'll give you Drew Locke for your first. No. Hell no. You wouldn't take Drew Locke. No. I want to give it. I, I can't lie to you. I want to do it first. 
Hell no. Uh, but that, that, that part was a little bit of an exaggeration, but... Yeah, but you wouldn't do that? No. It's Drew Locke. Not good enough. He's not well, good enough. Not good enough. I'm sorry. So, let, let, Josh, let's <laughs> ask Jason the question. Let's ask him the question. Who do you want to be your starter next year? Uh, out of college, I'll take uh, <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. You're not getting Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, Realistically, out of current league players right now that may possibly be available. Matthew Stafford. I'm not mad at Matthew Stafford. So you mad at Drew Lowe. You ain't mad at Matthew Stafford. No, because I feel like the Lions have failed Matthew Stafford. They have absolutely have. I feel like he's always had the talent. Yes. I'm not mad. I'll take Matthew Stafford. Would you take Kirk Cousins? I'll take Kirk... I feel like the little faultiness Kirk has sometimes, a little hot and cold spells. I think Josh McDaniels will even out, even that out. He'll, he'll simplify it for me. He's more consistent than Jared Goff. He definitely is, but I don't know what it is about Kirk Cousins. He does not bounce back from throwing interception very well. He, he uses go off the deep end after that. Fun fact: Drew Locke has twice as many touchdowns this year as Cam Newton does. Uh, I know a kid in high school that got twice as many touchdowns as Cam Newton right now. <laughs> and he didn't even play I'm, this season. I'm just saying. By the way, I would take Kirk Cousins over Drew Locke. I'll take Kirk Cousins over Phillip Rivers. Give him here right now. <laughs> Come on, boy. I need that playoff look. look if I could get Justin Herbert, boy, but I know it's impossible, but I would love Justin Herbert on the Patriots. Man, like, that's like... That's like going out and saying, I would love to have Derrick Henry as my running back. <laughs> Again, no shit. That's the, Her- that's the Herbert boy. He's he, he the future. True. So I, I normally write down a uh, player of the week, and this week I have Nick Chubb. I have him rushing 29 times for 137 yards and two touchdowns with four catches for 38 yards. As, like I said, the Browns beat the Steelers 28-20. Boy, you got this man a whole workload. Pause, pause, pause. Absolutely. You gave him the whole load. Kareem Hunt. (laughs) I gave Chubb the whole load. Pause, pause, pause. (laughs) For the fact that you said Chubb and whole load. Exactly. Pause, 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 make a pause. Kareem Hunt's going to get work too. But it seems like I think that the Browns will control the clock enough to get both players more than enough opportunity. I know nobody asked me. I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, no. You good. Anybody got any final topics or final questions, answers, takes, predictions before we end this show? Uh, I got two. Okay. My prediction is we already know this Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl. My number two. (laughs) We know this? My number two statement is Kirk Cousins is a franchise quarterback. We're going to let you speak on that in all season. He's a little you... old. He's a little old right now, but he is a franchise quarterback. That's okay if he's old. Tyron Brady is, what, 43? And just threw 40 TDs, the most TDs he's thrown since 2007. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, Kirk Cousins ain't that old. He still got it. They just had some mishaps this season. That's what happened. Yeah, he has. I'm oh, sorry. No, you good. Go ahead. 
No, I'm just going to say he has over 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Quarterback rating of 105. Just saying. Don't Wait. sleep on Kirk. You've been telling – Josh, you know you've been telling me this for like two years now? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I'm still stuck on – every time I see Kirk Cousins succeed, I just say you like that. Because that's, <laughs> that's the reason I'm a fan. That's why I back him. That's why I'm a fan of Kirk Cousins because, you know, the you like that statement. It's so funny because you could just do pause right after that. Pause! <laughs> <laughs> Jason, what you got? You got anything? Besides Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl? Nah, I ain't going to take it all the way that far. What? What I will say is when the Buccaneers beat the Washington No Names, they're going to have to match up against the Green Bay Packers, and it's not, and it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be a blowout whatsoever. You think it? Do you think that your uh, your pass defense is going to be be effective this time? Look, I ain't talking about. I ain't, I ain't speaking on no details. I'm just saying it's going to be close. <laughs> you ain't speaking on no details. I you think sure? I just heard him. I think I just heard him predict two pick sixes again. Yeah, Aaron gonna be throwing them. Uh, that, that's your prediction, okay? Yeah, it's not gonna be like you saying it's gonna be a close game. That's you being generous. You still stuck on the last game, and you feel like this could happen again. <laughs> oh, also, there is a chance. That there's going to be a game where Pat Mahomes is down by two touchdowns after pulling out his ass like he did last year against Houston. Look here, dog. If they start doing that, I'm calling him John Cena. Oh, man. If he, and I love Pat Mahomes. I call him the home goal. So, still, it's like if that's if they really go back and this happens twice, because I keep saying lightning don't strike twice, but if this happens <laughs> twice, to where they down by they down by two touchdowns and they come back and win by two touchdowns. Look, stop saying lightning don't strike twice. You've seen it with your old two eyes. Using Atlanta is not. No, I'm talking about with Patriots. You see lightning strike twice. Atlanta being up twenty-eight to three, and Seattle being on the one yard line is not lightning striking twice. Yeah, no, that's not. That's it's not the universe different. going. No, that's that's two. Nah. That's two different scenarios. Yeah, that's completely different. Yeah. That's a badass decision, and the Falcons being the Falcons. Both decisions, the game should be over, and it was. Yeah, but it's two different situations here. They both birds. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> he's saying it like he's saying it like he's on to something. Tom Brady went to Super Bowl. <laughs> Is this you just want? Oh wait, wait, wait. About Tom Brady? That's all it was. You just want to say something nice about Tom Brady? All I'm saying is, look. They let this man get a bad last week by making dumbass decisions. Like I said, people make dumbass decisions in the NFL. We've seen it happen. We've yeah. seen bad calls. Yeah. We've seen somebody pull a quarterback last week for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. But we ain't gonna talk about that right now. I just I just want to say last I checked, Eagles are birds too. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, it's, it's okay <clears> to play <throat> the Eagles twice in two, but we beat them the first time. It's all right, you know. Yeah, he lost to a backup quarterback the second time, and he outplayed him. I mean, can, he caught a pass. Can somebody explain how he caught his pass? Outplayed four other quarterbacks to get a job to turn around and lose the job right afterwards. Bruh, he beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. He beat Tom. 
in the most important game of the year. It's not just one game. Bro, yeah, I just want this for championships. You talking about it's just one game. Mind you, mind you, mind you. If it wasn't for Carson Wentz, he would never play Tar Brady Super Bowl. Well, guess what? We said thank you to Carson. We gave him his job back. They drafted Jalen Hurts, and he had night sweats. What do you want? <laughs> night sweats. What do you want? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, if I was a quarterback in the NFL and I won a Super Bowl and then I turned around and lost my job, I'd be happy. I'd be Tom Brady in the damn Super Bowl. Just saying. How many people can say that? Elon Manning can. But still, though, besides him, how many people can just sit here and say, yo, I beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And then you're a backup. Literally just Eli Manning. You're the most glorified backup in the history of the NFL besides Fitzpatrick. But still, I beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? I'd like to say for the record that Fitzpatrick is better than Nick Foles. Oh, absolutely. We all know that. It does not change (laughs) the fact that Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady don't even have a statue in New England. This man Nick Foles got one. (laughs) They ain't got no concrete bronze and gold to build a statue this man deserves. Y'all got $75 million, and guess what y'all gonna build that statue out of? Clay and Play-Doh. By the way, our statue does not come out of our salary cap, okay? This is private cheese money out of Kraft Pocket, all right? No, it ain't. He going to afford it. And then, look here. Y'all save so much money on picking up players in the free agency that y'all can build this statue. Out of the cap? Yes. I just want to say, I'm a concrete truck driver. So, if I mean, if they want to throw a couple million my way, I'll drive up there, and I'll deliver that concrete my damn self. We already got the guy. Right there. Right Let's get there it. for you. Hit me up. He'll build a statue. You got to make it look good. You got to do the statue of when he dropped the pass in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't do that. Do the statue of him sitting on the ground after being sacked by Michael Strahan. You know, the funny part is when he dropped that pass, that's still better route running than we've seen in the Patriots receivers this year. Boy, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a damn shame. I'm just saying. We got linemen with more pass touchdowns. <laughs> we got we got linemen with more receiving touchdowns. That does not count. Uh, that lineman plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. That does not count. Bro, Nick Foles has a better catch percentage than the entire Patriots wide receiving core. That is... You guys see the problem? Obviously. <laughs> So, yeah, you're going to leave all them birds alone, dog. It's not the same. Lightning striking twice is the Buccaneers beating the Green Bay Packers basically in the same fashion. That's lightning striking twice. I just want to say to his other. Let me ask you another question. If the Buccaneers do beat the Green Bay Packers in the same fashion, do you think they will be able to beat either Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen in the Super Bowl if they had to play them? I don't think so. If they beat Aaron Rodgers in the same fashion, you mean picking him off multiple times? Yeah. <sighs> no comment. Dang. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is too good. If this happens again to Rodgers, I don't see why it can't happen to Mahomes. I damn sure why... I damn sure don't see how it can't happen to Josh Allen. And 
to piggyback off of what Jason said, Pat Mahomes making his comeback down two touchdowns. The only way I'd be happy with that, because I'm a Broncos fan, I don't like the Chiefs. The only way I'd be happy with that is if it happens to Josh Allen. Just so Matt, I can come on the show and laugh at you. Look at up. <laughs> Josh Allen loses playoff game. We got I got some shit to say next week. Oh man. <laughs> no, because I mean he's just gonna turn. He's gonna be. I'm sorry. He's gonna get the invitation. The invitation to be a regular season warrior. Oh boy. Yes, regular season warriors are a thing. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest regular season warrior of all time. Hey, Jason, I just want to point out, earlier in the show, Matt was saying, man, he only lost one playoff game. You can't you can't say anything bad about that. But if you lose two, that's just crossed the line. you damn right it's crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that interesting. Exactly, but you know damn right it is crossing the line. You know why it's crossing the line? Because you don't have a seat. It's basically like what Giannis Antetokounmpo did in the playoffs last year. You have an incredible regular season. You win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. They come up against Jimmy Butler, a man that's like three inches smaller than you, and then get bullied. Now, I got to look at you differently. You did all this and then still hopped in the playoff and got embarrassed? Now I truly have to look at you differently. That's like Alabama having an amazing season and then losing to Ohio State in the national championship 45 to zip. I got to look at you differently. This man has made so many improvements to his game. He looks hungrier than ever. He's only three years in. If he stepped in the playoffs and got his ass whooped for a second year in a row, you damn right I got to look at him differently. I can't be like Skip Bayless when it comes to the Cowboys. Watch them get <laughs> shit on all year and still be like, this is America's team. I can't do that shit. <laughs> it don't make sense. This is what we do. We make opinions and change opinions. That's what we do, just like Lamar loses for a third straight year. I was going to bring that up. We got a problem. See, because all this shit that people talk about Ryan Tannehill, and he has more playoff wins than Lamar and Josh Allen. See, I'm kind of – I'm a little of a different mindset on that one. If Tennessee beats Baltimore, in my mind, that's – 0-2 for Lamar. Just, you know, he was he he was thrown in at the last minute as a rookie. You're right. I don't really count that Chargers game. You're right. So he'll be in the same boat as Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I know it technically counts, but in my mind, he gets he gets a pass for that one. Understandable. I respect that, though. I definitely do respect that. Well, you guys... It has definitely been a fun episode. I can't wait to see what happens. We have fortunately have another bet. If I ain't losing another can or another case of these drinks on this shit, Washington will win and I will get my ginger beer. I'm not worried about it. But on behalf of me, the FOE, Josh, which you can also follow Josh on Twitter at J underscore whole 34. Then you can also follow Jason, the petty guy, the Tom Brady lover. Yeah, you can follow him. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Petty Productions. But on behalf of all of us, enjoy Wildcard Weekend, and we are out.